Hello and welcome to Monday Night Carl and Anthony. That's right, it's the <laughs> A to the K wrestling show, our favourite wrestling show, and yours. Anthony, tell the people what we have in store for them this week. Well, Carl, this week, this week, this week, we have the Ringside Report, in which we're going to talk about all the latest news and rumours in the world of wrestling this week. We have This Week in Wrestling, which we're going to talk about the four big shows being Raw, NXT, Dynamite and SmackDown. And then this week we've got a, another unique segment in which we are going to talk, and I think you might have changed the title on me, so let me just double check what it is now called. <laughs> we're going to talk about the 10 most over superstars that WWE released. And this is something that obviously has come about as a topic due to the, the, the constant and very recent releases from WWE. So that, that is this week, Carl. That is this week mm-hmm. on our show. A stellar week. A stellar week, Anthony. And yes, you know, very topical as well in terms of what we're going to cover in segment three. But before we talk about the news, let's start off with our A to the K little known fact of the week. And singers in Road Dog. Oh, you didn't know? Just like, oh, you didn't oh, know? Good, like twice, twice, that's it. Yeah. So nice, do it twice. So, <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> pressed the button, but it's cool. I feel like I handled it well. It's all right, right? Nice. So, um, The Undertaker, Anthony, your favourite wrestler. Indeed. He holds the record for the most WrestleMania matches, having appeared at WrestleMania 27. Nope, having appeared at 27. Of the 37 <laughs> WrestleManias. God damn it. Um, yeah, he's been in shitloads, basically. He's I mean, only missed I 10. suppose by that he did appear in WrestleMania 27, so both statements I mean, were correct. probably. That is probably correct, yeah. That's what I meant. But he's, be- he's appeared in 27 of the 37 WrestleManias. However, did you know Undertaker has never entered WrestleMania as the world champion? Believe it or not. That is surprising. What? It's one of the things that you assume is a given, isn't it? Well, exactly. He's been in so many, especially WrestleMania 27. Um, but... He has actually won the title on three separate occasions. You know, he beat Psycho Sid in WrestleMania 13. He beat Batista at WrestleMania 23 and Edge at WrestleMania 24. But he's never entered as the champion. So, yeah, 27 appearances. And he's never entered as the champ. Mind insane. Blown. And that was our, oh, you didn't know, random, crazy, eight of the K fact of the week. It just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? And here's Road Dog again for the third time, because why not? Oh, you didn't know! Wonderful, beautiful. Hey, mate. Right. I enjoy these fun facts every week, Carl. I'm glad we've added it, and I hope it stays for many moons to come. I really do. <laughs> as long as there's facts, we'll tell them, damn it. You might know all the facts, <laughs> but still, that might be you know, a fact. Right. So, let's talk about the ringside report, then, shall we? So, I'm going to do a quick run through the headlines, Carl, as I tend to do, and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about them in some depth. So, coming up today in the ringside report, we have... The one and only Charlotte responding to comments made by Dave Meltzer. We have uh, in UK wrestling news, uh, we have uh, MPs debating on the regulation of wrestling in the UK. We have WWE being unhappy with Snoop Dogg following his appearance in AEW. We have, uh, well, I don't really know a good title for it, but we're going to talk on the whole (laughs) Mickey James trash bag incident and obviously the subsequent release of Mark Carano. We have Batista confirming he is officially done with wrestling we have christian planning to end his career in AEW. that might be a bit misleading that one we'll talk about that some more shortly we have um jr stating that AEW will be releasing an aggressive touring schedule soon we have kurt angle um stating that he has something uh, on with wwe at the moment we have more WWE releases, but this time on the, let's say, on the corporate side of things. We have Daniel Bryan wanting to work for other wrestling companies. And we have, lastly, Impact Wrestling teasing a recently released... No, 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 no. <laughs> a recently... So close. It's the last one as well. We had... <laughs> it's because it's I put it in. I was trying to throw you off. That's what it was. <laughs> we have Impact Wrestling teasing recently released WWE wrestlers for Slammiversary pay-per-view in July. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, that is not the easiest thing to say. So <laughs> I apologize about Thanks, that. Thanks, <laughs> Carl. So that's, that's our headlines for the week. That now. is the uh, headlines. Would you like to kick us off with um, what I Charlotte would love said to today? kick off about Charlotte Flair. I always and love to kick off about Charlotte Dave, Flair. Let's talk about it. Um, so our buddy Dave Meltzer, basically, he's been a bit of a dick. Um, so No. <laughs> so Charlotte has been off TV for quite a while. 
Um, and there's been many reasons and rumours about why that might be. Um, one or two of them being around potential surgeries that she may have had. Um, and Melter came out and said, and I quote, She's just having a complete makeover, you know? That's just basically what's happened. So it's one of those things. They make you real subconscious about your looks when you're a woman in wrestling. And it's just one of the negatives about it, but it's a reality of it. So he basically implied that, uh, yeah, she's gone off to go and have a lot of surgery because she feels self-conscious and wants to be, you know, looking different or whatever for, for the business. To which Charlotte has, maybe quite rightfully, took umbrage to. Um, she said, yeah... You know, I've just listened. I thought Meltzer would have learned his lesson last time commenting about women's bodies, but apparently I'm fair game. So I get to respond again to a rumor about my body again. And you know what? This is when I stop. Dave, go to hell. You have my phone number. It would take you 30 seconds to ask as opposed to giving straight crap to your listeners. Grow up for you of all people to comment on women's looks. Do you have any shame? Dependent uh, decency or professionalism left at all? Find a mirror, look hard, Dave. <laughs> like, wow. Um, <laughs> so Charlotte was pissed, basically. Um, but yeah, yeah okay. I think. Totally agree with what Charlotte said, right? Mm. And Dave's a cunt, right? But I do want to say, and I am in no way saying that, like, because I'm trying to avoid like this being like a thing of, like, you know, let's blame Charlotte because I'm not. But what I don't think helps is. I personally feel Andrade kind of fuels the whole discussion about Charlotte and Charlotte's appearance in the way he conducts his social media mm-hmm. because he's sort of, I get what he's trying to do. He's making it like a, let, let's, you know, he's defending like, oh, look how beautiful she is. But it's like, but then you're making that a topic again, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? Like she's saying, mm-hmm. mind your fucking business. And then you're making it people's business. I, I don't know. I, I say they're entitled to do whatever they want to do, but I'm just like, well, I, I, I it sat nicely just having it. Charlotte said a piece, and I totally agree with it. Uh, but then you had obviously uh, Andrade making a couple of points as well. That, uh, basically, let's objectify it again. Why not? Yeah, I mean, you know, someone who wanted to weigh in on the conversation was obviously the former TNA champion uh, Moose, who quite eloquently put, "I wouldn't worry about Dave. I mean, he looks like my vacuum cleaner bag when it's full. So yeah, you look like a goddess. So don't sweat it." <laughs> <laughs> so uh nice one Moose. yeah um i don't know i think i mean there's been a lot there's been a lot of rumors and people talk don't they um but you know at the end of the day charlotte's come out and tried to say well you know literally you've got my phone number if you wanted to ask me anything or talk about anything related to what you believe then you, you could have done that but to you know project what you think on your thing without even speaking to me is a bit you know a bit insensitive really isn't it like the the position dave's in and the fact that he's clearly got Charlotte's number and he could talk to her. I'm not saying, like, get her on the show, let's talk about it. But, like, yeah, he's gone about it in, in a way that, like, a, a creepy fan would, hasn't he, more than anything. Yeah. Like, like, he could have done it professionally and gone, well, do you want to be able to do you want to be able to talk publicly about, obviously, this topic? Like, people are talking about it. The wrestling mm. community can be quite bitchy and they're talking about it. Do you want to sort of clear the air publicly with me? And she could have said yes or no. Do you know what I mean? It, it, there's many ways he could have gone about it, but he's basically gone the same way as the, the toxic fandom and gone, well, let's just bitch about it, shall we? <laughs> Dave Meltzer, a creepy fan. I mean, like, look, like, <laughs> just because he's got, a you know, some kind of fucking wrestling observer thing and he does some weird, you know, subscription model or whatever, people look at him as like this, this like, be-all, know-all, end-all fucking character in the wrestling world. And the fact is... He doesn't know shit, really, and uh, you know, you know, he loves wrestling, fair yeah, dues. But I mean, fucking hell, like if 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 you're gonna get your, your your whole news source from fucking Dave Meltzer, then you know, be in for a disappointing time because he makes grave <laughs> assumptions about stuff, and sometimes they turn out true, sometimes they don't, and if they don't, then oh, plans changed. But it's like you're talking about you know a young lady's face, and it's like you're putting out in the world that she's had X Y Z done. If she comes out and says, you know what, I haven't, then you can't, you, you know, because, you know, after all this happened, he was like, well, you need to listen to the whole interview uh, or, or the whole segment, Charlotte. And it's like, what do you mean? Like, you've quoted as, as saying that. So, like, you know, even if lazy you go on to deny it, like you probably do with everything, you're still a twat because you've come out and said it. So, 
basically, fuck Dave Meltzer, and that's the end. That's the end of what no, I'm saying. It's a, it's a fair point because it is like a like like you say. It's up to her. She can say yeah, I have or no, I haven't, or she can say nothing at all. That's entirely her choice. And like, yeah, it's um, a man in his position is kind of an odd thing to uh, to sort of moan about, I suppose. Mm. And I've made a terribly creepy graphic for YouTube followers out there. So if you watch this, I'm sorry. <laughs> The more I look at it, the more it stares into my soul. So, yeah, that's all I'm saying on that one. Terrifying, terrifying. <laughs> Just like Dave. Um, so, yeah. So, speaking of creepy bastards in the world of wrestling, <laughs> that's not the right segue at all. Let's talk about this seriously. So, the next one I've got, Carl, is um, it, it's basically this whole thing that's being sparked from the speaking out movement. So, the speaking out movement, obviously, that was, that was across the whole wrestling industry, but hit big in um, the British wrestling scene. Um, in actual fact, obviously we've we've spoke to to um, popular female wrestlers in in this country who have who have experienced this firsthand. So we know that there's um, there's a real problem in this country, um, in in this wrestling scene. And one impassioned, um, I don't want to misquote and say he's from another party, but yeah, he's a Tory MP. I just want to double check that. One Mark Fletcher is particularly impassioned about uh, regulating this in some way. And um, quite recently, they've compiled a report together um and i will paraphrase this is all available for reading uh, if you want to go to the to the beeb if you want to read the sort of full um sort of take on on his on his um his passion as to to why he he wants this changed and and he clearly loves wrestling and and you know you can you can really get a vibe of, of what he's going for and i can totally respect that but to par- like to keep it as condensed as possible and to give an idea um the the group have put this report together and this is going to, um, I don't know. What's his name? Some guy. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's going to the, um, the other sports minister. Now, basically what they're suggesting is, um, they want, or they've recommended and they would like, and they think this would benefit the wrestling scene in this country to establish a governing body in the UK to effectively promote British wrestling. They want to define training as a sport, and shows as an art to ensure they are covered by the right protections. Um, they want to increase in the health and safety standards across the board, as well as safeguarding rules for young fighters. Uh, and they want to set up a system for those who are abused or harassed within the industry, following the speaking out movements. Um, and every single suggestion, I think, is a, a really good idea. I know this can frustrate a lot of the the smaller indies, especially like the increase in health and safety standards. People who've been doing what they do for a long time and they know this stuff will might be a bit sort of affronted having basically some government um officer telling them like this is this the standards and you're not meeting them i get that but at the same time you know this is all with an aim to protecting people and it just i don't know i don't know how you feel about it Carl, but the suggestions are certainly ones i think that hopefully everyone can get on board with i mean imagine regulating what is rightfully a sport and what is rightfully an art and f- should be fucking regulated from the beginning you know this has got so many benefits to every independent wrestler in the uk um if you look at all the promotions across the whole country um you know they've had to suffer in this whole pandemic they, you know they can't put on shows they can't do anything and you know while that might not have been you know fully resolved by the you know the changes they're talking about it's it, it's the changes that it needs it should be regulated it should be treated as a sport it should be treated as an art you know, and, you know, based on the conversation we had with Lizzie, you know, there's a lot of work to be done, especially, mm. you know, for for younger, especially females in the business who are coming up. So, you know, yeah. everything they've said and everything they are talking about seems to me like the right thing. Um, yeah. And it's about time that wrestling started to be, you know, moving away from the carnival scenes of back in the day and being a bit more, you know, regulated and treated with the respect it deserves and having the you know the things in place for the right you know circumstances yeah that brings me to a good quote from from mark fletcher when you're saying about the respect it deserves because he's actually been quoted as saying that um british wrestler needs to respect itself if others are to respect it as well and i like Mm -hmm. that as a statement um it's true um it is and it it makes sense like you say they need to sort of move forward away from those carny days because it's a different animal now um and obviously the uh, as I say, the report's going to the the sports minister. While I did struggle to find his title before, <laughs> uh, that's that's one Nigel Huddleston. If I'm pronouncing it correctly, and, the most um, British so he, name that ever British. Uh, <laughs> like, Nigel uh, Huddleston. Like, where's he from? Well, he's 
definitely uh, involved in the government, <laughs> and he's probably living in London. Anyway, um, so so um, he's actually welcomed the report, and he said that um, he's open with discussions about whatever support can be provided to wrestling, and that he's going to consider the report in full. So we, we sort of wait to see what may come of it, and we, we know what red tape and what policy and practice can be like. So we know that will probably be a little while before any regulation is brought in, but obviously the sooner the better, and what a great idea. And hopefully... You never know. Some places might take some spin from this and go, you know what? They're the suggestions. You know, they, there's no reason they can't get ahead of it and start bringing those sort of policies in for themselves. Yeah, definitely. before it becomes a requirement. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And hopefully that that all happens. Indeed. And speaking of things that hopefully might happen, Anthony, terrible segue again, but why not? Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> as reported back in December, um, Snoop Dogg, Snoop D O G. Um, Apparently has some heat with the WWE. So after agreeing to appear on the January episode of Dynamite, um, Snoop has now confirmed that WWE was indeed unhappy with his decision to show up on AWTV. Apparently he said they felt some type of way. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> yes, they definitely they did. did. We don't know what way they felt, but they definitely felt some type of way. Um, but yeah, so... Um, he said he, the whole point of him being on AWTV was to promote the TBS show, the Go Big Show. And he said, you know what, let me tell you this. Snoop Dogg ain't no wrestler. He's bigger than that. you got to understand that. And this is the dynamics of what happened. I had a show on TBS called Go Big Show. Cody was one of the judges on that show. And he's one of the top dogs at AW. So as a promotional vehicle for the gig, I went on AW. Um, so... Yeah, makes sense. Of course it makes sense because why wouldn't course, you show up yeah. to... You can totally um, see the connection there. Like you can understand the connection with WWE because of Sasha Banks. You you, you get why he appeared on there. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. random. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. But apparently he went on to reveal the word he received from w, uh, WWE after his AW appearance was, um, hey, you fucking with them? <laughs> We've got to push pause on your ass for a minute. <laughs> so, say, you know, so I say, cool. And they, they push, I can't, I can't, I can't like, yeah, exactly. I can't do this. You know, it's not me. I'm, I'm trying my best. So bear with me. Right. But they push pause for about two weeks and then they say, Hey man, we got a video game and we need you. Well, you know what? Since you all told me to push pause, that'll be double. So very WWE, um, kind of thing. They obviously got really butthurt with the fact that he showed up on AW, wanted to well, pause that partnership. Well, and then for some reason, like, do you want to be in the video game though? And he's like, mm, can do, but now it's going to cost you more. So it's, it's yeah. shit like this that makes me laugh. When it's like, there's all these things going on about this. Oh, AEW aren't really competition to WWE. WWE aren't scared of AEW. It's like, so they're just petty then. I, it doesn't make them look good. Like I like I mean, to hope that they're at least a little scared of them. Otherwise, this is just some petty bullshit. Yeah, I Ridiculous. mean, like, like the worst example of that for me was Vicky Guerrero. Like Vicky being like, yeah, you know, totally blackballed dead to them now basically yeah. is a horrendous ridiculous like thought. no respect at all to her yeah family. terrible um and mm. it wasn't because she you know left wwe they hadn't they they'd binned her off anyway and then she went okay yeah. well and i'm not making any trying, money yeah. anymore i'm gonna yeah. go make some money and it's like how dare you go make money and it's like what the fuck like they are terrible terrible people it is it is yeah. insane mm. so yeah the wwe you're hating on the snoop deal double g yeah madness Crazy. madness so speaking of hate, I don't know. These segues aren't working this week. Um, here's a here's a one that's been going around. Like a lot of people will already know about this shit, but obviously it just it just keeps giving this story. Um, so obviously Mickey James, Mickey James, quite recently put out a tweet in which he showed the um, the care package. That uh, I can't really. I keep forgetting that we're an audio medium mostly. Um, the air quotes. <laughs> there was air quotes. <laughs> Uh, so the care package that was sent by WWE um, in a, I don't know, making a point where well, a very fair point because it would seem. So for those who haven't heard about it, basically they gathered up his stuff that was left in the locker room and sent it to her in a nice little bin bag with a label on it that said Mickey um, or Mickey James. I don't know. But um, she sort of put it out on Twitter saying, you know, just to make it clear for Vince, I think she tagged Vince, Triple H, maybe Stephanie as well. Um, like, uh, you know, I've got my care package and um, started this whole spark of like, that is so disrespectful, which it definitely is. Um, but what surprised me initially, Carl, was like the amount of um, people, like we, we had like the likes of Maria Canellis and Gail Kim, and you can say how long Gail Kim's not been there. 
and they sort of confirmed that they had similar treatments. And um, so this is something that has been going on for that long, like it, which is insane to me. This is, wasn't just like a sudden asshole move. This is something they've been doing to... Um, I mean, I've not heard any, any male wrestlers come out with this one yet, so I, I don't want to make this a male-female thing, but like certainly it's been happening to their female superstars for, what, well over a decade when we're looking at Gail. Mm-hmm. But when did Gail Kim leave? It must have been early 2000s Gail Kim left um, oh, God, yeah. WWE. Ages ago. So, Ages so that's how long that's how long that sort of treatment has been happening, which is insane. Um, so you know, fair play to Mickey for for sort of bringing that up, and um, obviously very quickly she had a response from um, Triple H and Stephanie saying basically that's uh, totally disrespectful, uh, and the person who was responsible for it is no longer working for WWE. That person was identified as Mark Carano, who has been with the company for. I want to say, again, nearing or maybe over 10 years, Carl. You might be able to confirm that one way or the other. Um, definitely a while. Um, definitely a while. Yeah. So um, so he's been sort of identified as, as the one sort of doing that. Now, Mickey is act- herself, she's actually come out and said that she um, she doesn't feel, she put a whole statement out, so I'm just paraphrasing a little bit, but that she doesn't feel that um, the likes of Vince McMahon and Triple H and Steph were aware of this. Um, so she's not putting the blame on the, their door and I'm not trying to sort of start the whole hate train but I'm a bit like something that's been going on for that long and bear in mind Triple H was active in the locker room back then as well. I find it hard to believe that they weren't aware of that um, personally mm-hmm. but obviously you never truly know and they have they've done the right thing they've they've apologized and they've they've dealt with the matter uh human the blame is purely at mr um carano's door but uh similarly on the back of that uh, we had one um christy olsen has been discussing the the, the trash bag incident and um, she was formerly a backstage interviewer and she's actually she sort of talked about uh carano himself and um she sort of explained that what essentially they would be sending them back that it might be something like a lot of wrestlers have their own uh, elements of their own gear and so on like that so that's the type of thing that would have been would have been sent back but um she she hasn't spoke very kindly of um of mark and she's basically sort of she's sort of leaning in that direction as well uh and it seems like the belief that he's just been this kind of guy for quite a while now with, and especially with the female talent so um i mean firstly carl what, what do you make of um of the suggestions that it, it sort of sits with with him, do you think that's as realistic? Do you think this is like a thing that the WWE weren't aware of, but he's been getting away with for that long? Um, so I think Mark Carano is a piece of shit. <laughs> so we'll we will lead with that. <laughs> he is definitely a piece of shit. We've seen it on Total Divas. We've seen it from every person ever dealing with him. Pretty much that he's a piece of shit. But he reports directly into Triple H. Triple H is not going to just let him, you know, go off and do his own thing. So. I don't know. I think there's there's an element of saving face here from Triple H and you know Stephanie I, as well. I agree. Yeah. Um, I feel like that is the way they've done it, and Triple H is like, well, you know, go and bag up his stuff, which he's done, put it in a box and send it to quite, her. And quite it, fucking literal. Lit, like, literally, right? So it's like, that's the way it's always been done. Mickey's posted it, made it a thing that people have latched onto, and obviously, oh, the sponsors. So... You know, Triple H and Steph have gone, well, you know, that person's no longer with the company. Like, don't get me wrong, right? Everybody, as far as I'm aware, who knows Mark Arano thinks he's a piece of shit, right? So they probably well, like, wanted um, when... a reason <laughs> to get him out. <laughs> well, it's like this when... Um when um christy has, has said about this she said like when she'd heard about it the mickey james thing the f- her sport was carano and she's mm-hmm. also uh, mentioned the whole situation with um zelina vega and Char- similar charlie caruso leaving and um mentioning like and i don't know how you feel about this but essentially suggesting that like all these talks of her suddenly like she's late all the time and this that and the next thing are like these are all things that have like come almost after the fact and it's almost like his reaction to talent leaving so it seems like like you say there's a lot of belief that he is just like yeah kind of a an asshole like i, well, I don't know how else to put it his former fiance um showed up on reddit this past week um mm. and basically shed a lot of light on what he was like as a person and kind of corroborated all of these things um she also said that he stole several two degree titles from <laughs> WWE and kept them under the spare bed in their house. So now nice. an inquisition is going on into you know where a lot of these titles went. So yeah, I don't know. I think um it's so never all the been... years I've been moaning about like 
oh, Roman doesn't even come out with the US title. Even though <laughs> the fuck it it's just wasn't okay. there. Um, but do you know what, as well? I think it's one of them. Like, Mickey James has faced a lot of backlash for this, as well, saying, like, oh, you know, you, you know, you cried about it, you got somebody fired, whatever. And it's like, you know, Mark Arano supposedly being the dick. Cool. You don't want to see anyone lose the job over something. So whether it was, like, handled super poorly or, you know, whatever the actual reasons were for this. I don't think Mickey's a fault. Mark no, I, I resent this kind of shit when they go, yeah. oh, you know, you, you lost someone on the job. It's like, no, no. They made the decision to terminate his contract. Well, they made the decision to release him. All she did exactly. was highlight the fact that he was a dick. Right? Exactly. She never set out to get Mark Arano fired. Like, no, like that, that, that was end. never her agenda. She shared a picture. And now with the whole kind of, you know, we spoke about this a bit, like the whole kind of cancel culture. As soon as something like this happens, you know, big companies can't do anything but go, right, well, the right thing to do is to bin this person and, mm. you know, you know, to save face. And it's like, Mark Carano might be a dick, but was he responsible for this? I don't know. Or was he just it's taking crazy. orders? If it wasn't a high profile, like you could, put, I could spin this argument whatever way you want. Like, going, oh yeah, well, you know, Mickey's taking the heat for like getting Mark Arano fired. It's like, no, you people got Mark Arano fired because mm. if this wasn't high profile and if the social media went kicking off over it, then he'd have probably got a warning like he would in any of any other company. But it's a high profile thing in the realms of media, and people are making a big fucking deal of it. So we all got Mark Arano fired if you want to look at it that way. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> yes, do you know what I mean? Like you can't put it on it. All she's done is highlight a a problem, and it's something that maybe they should be a little less on the nose about. Especially because they like to release about twenty people a year now, um, mm-hmm. on on release day, and uh, apparently they just come way the fuck out of nowhere anyway. So maybe That's it. You've you know, got, you've you've got, got Christmas Day about the puppy here somewhere, then you've got release day. It's not quite the same excitement, but you know you do get gifts. Just you know. In trash bags. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, moving on um, to Dave Batista. And the question has come up, will he ever return to WWE? And the answer, no. No, he won't. Um, so, speaking what? of Zach... <laughs> Big Marvel superstar Dave Batista doesn't want exactly. to come back to wrestling. He doesn't want to come crazy. back after, you know, the whole Batista thing and the whole, like, we were going to bring him back to get booed out the building. You know, why? I, got, I didn't can't he, understand. He come, he come back um, after Batista, though, didn't he? he come back with the Spice Girls? Well, yeah, he, he came back as Batista, then he came back as, like, I'm Batista, but then, he, you know, he still got booed because it was, wasn't Daniel yeah. Bryan. Right. Um, Give me what I want, what I really, really want. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Basically, he spoke um, at Zack Snyder's Justice Con, um, and he revealed he would never go back to WWE. Um, so basically, because yeah. he's retired, he said, "You know what? It's hard to convince people I'm actually retired. You have no idea how tough that discussion is." And you know what? He makes a fucking fantastic point because he was one of the widely rumored names when AEW said they had a you know a Hall of Fame worthy talent, for example. So. Mm. That just goes to show people, you know, were like, well, it's going to be Batista, um, even yep. though he's adamant. And the wrestling business, as we know, isn't uh, doesn't have the best track record, if you will, of people who say they're retired because, you know, even old Marley man Sean came back for Saudi Arabia and was shit. Um, well, so, I, I, well, to be honest, now he just comes back to take ladders out from under the ring and pass them well, to the Well, there is that. It's like, I'm going to pass it to you as like I'm some kind of ladder expert, even though, yeah, you had like one match and yeah. it wasn't even that good. Like, um, passing the torch. But like, well, that, wouldn't that have been more appropriate with like, I don't know, Jeff Hardy or someone passing them the ladder? Like, uh, like what the fuck exactly. are you doing, Sean? And when Anthony says Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Hardy in any kind of favorable way, you know <laughs> it must be true. Um, but yeah, so you know, Batista has basically took like you know taken umbrage to this of uh, people kind of going, he's not really retired. He was like, Do you know what? When professional wrestlers retire, they don't really retire. They kind of retire, but you know, when they pay checks big enough <laughs> or the events big enough, they come out of retirement. <laughs> Sean, um, but do you know oh, what? It's just it's just not that way with me. I exited the business in such a storybook way. I'd never go back. Um, I would never I like take away from it. that. I'm just done. I really got to finish on my own terms, and nothing's gonna take away from that. So fair play. Love how he's he's not said it. He's not said the truth, though, has he? When he's talking, like, he might he might have come back out of retirement if he weren't getting paid by the mouse. Let's be honest. Like um, he's getting that Disney money now. There's no way in hell he needs. It is money nice to, to get that pay. Disney money. Um, but I mean, yeah, you know, he doesn't need to go back. Let's be honest. But 
Anyone who's ever been a wrestler ever write a paycheck big enough that it, it would even <laughs> pique his interest. He's gone. He's he's on the big screen. He's getting his um, adrenaline fix without actually injuring himself or putting himself at risk, and he's getting paid big money for it. He'd be a fool to go back. There's absolutely. I I can totally understand why he wouldn't. Like, what would be the point? Exactly. Um. So yeah, I don't see it myself. Um. I don't think he will. Uh. So yeah. <laughs> That is the story. Yeah. The only thing, <laughs> is he going to come back? The only thing he yeah. could miss would be the crowds, and even they're not there. Like, well, they that kind of started coming back, but it's the only thing mm. you can miss from it for him, really. Except, you know, every other time he came back, he was met with booze, so maybe he doesn't, you know, really miss the crowds that much. And um, the only thing, I, like I say, that, I was, that sounded a bit mean, like I was having a go at Batista. And I was, the only thing I was going to say then was, like, uh, I'm going to miss his theme music. It's like, don't miss anything else about him. That's not what I meant. It's just <laughs> his theme music was a banger. I walk for miles to cash my Mickey paycheck. <laughs> kind of thing. Place where no one follows me. Um, <laughs> it's Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> love it. Um, yeah, so speaking of uh, of wrestlers who, who probably should be retired, now, can, you won't like that <laughs> comment, Carl, because you love hate. Dude, come now, on. Uh, this, this, this that was horrendous. Sounded Everybody sounded lambast him right now. No, How dare no. you say that? This um this headline maybe has sounded misleading before, so I'll apologise for that now because uh, the the way I wrote it was uh, Christian plans to end his career in AEW, which makes it sound like he's like he's done with AEW already. No, no, he plans on like basically doing his AEW contract, which is a multi-year deal, by the way, and he plans on retiring in this company. He, as far as he's concerned, this is the place he's going to finish his career up. Uh, what do you make of that, Carl? He's really? not been very clear about how long his deal is. He's just said it's a multi-year deal, and he's still got, fair, you know, he's still feeling great in the ring, and you know, all's looking great. Uh, so we're expecting a lot more matches from him. But you know, he's not been clear about how long. He's just very clear about the fact that this seems to be the place he might retire out from. I think it makes perfect sense. I think if if you signed a multi-year deal with AEW, you know, he's not gonna, you know, WWE won't clear him. That that's the thing. That's why you know he probably left and stuff. So yeah, he's not gonna go. Back to fucking impact or something after this, is he? He's gone from WWE to the next big company, and he's going to give them everything they can over the the years that he's there, and hopefully he leaves, you know, quite a good legacy there. You know, it's a shame that we're not going to get to see Edge and Christian again in mm-hmm. any capacity after the Rumble. Um, obviously, it is a shame. But... It is, and I, I'll be honest, it perplexes me more and more. It's probably just down to am I right in saying was Christian he was not cleared on was it concussions? <laughs> I think it was concussions and to do with his neck as well. So any, you know, anything to do with you know when you that go, like, area. I'm not saying like Edge had it worse, but you know when you're like, well, Edge has been cleared. Like Edge has been cleared. How can they not clear Christian? But they are massively, massively squeamish over the concussions, mm. and I'm not trying to downplay that. Understandably, because there's a lot going on over that at the moment. But um, you know when you go like, isn't Edge's spine like a just a metal rod at this point, and they're like clearing <laughs> him? So like I'm, I just. I don't know, like, when you see an epic story of Edge coming back from all this, and I don't know, you just feel like the Christian one could have followed suit, because, it, it, I don't know, I just remember Edge is um, sort of being, unfortunately, early retired because of it, and it, it, I don't know, all due respect to it, the Christian one didn't seem to impact as hard, I don't know, he just seemed to leave a lot quieter, so maybe that's why I don't, like, know enough about why he left, or why he stopped, mm. but, yeah, it's it's crazy the, um the rated rod superstar. That's all. All I was thinking. Um, there for oh, that, that. Oh, that 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 sounds like something you got to find on Pornhub. I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it is it is weird. Obviously, the Edge has been out with um, you know quite the career-ending injury and is now being allowed back. But Christian came back, had a match on Raw, kind of, um, but still won't be like cleared. You know, came back at the Rumble. And like nothing happened with him, so yeah. Look, you know, I don't know whether it's WWE being hypersensitive on the whole lawsuit thing, but probably be like, you know, AW are going to clear him if he's, if he's not cleared. So I think WWE are just being super, you know, like really cautious. kind of cautious, yeah, <laughs> about it all. Thanks for thanks for yeah. the word, it escaped me. Um, but yeah, cool. I think I think they're being super cautious yeah. about it and don't want to get another lawsuit. So I think that's why. And yeah. I, you know, I do think he will finish there, and hopefully he will you know, do some really good stuff for the, the up-and-comers. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, definitely. I mean, credit to him and Edge, the pair of them. Like, you know, they're, they're putting their bodies on the line for the sake of entertaining everyone. 
you know, they've come back from horrendous injuries and um, they're, they're absolutely killing it so far, the pair of them. So hats off to them, you know. Hats on off. my side of things, I went for a walk today and now my knee hurts, so, you know, I understand the pain. <laughs> um, exactly. This guy on the front lines. On the front line, I get it, I get it, guys, and hopefully I'm going to come back from this. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I know you had a bit of a pop before, and I, I don't know if I'm big on Christian in AEW in that capacity. But um, like you say, he's definitely going to be great for the the younger talent coming in. The more the more experience and and they can have on that side of things is yeah definitely a good shout. But uh, you know, winning world titles stuff, I don't know, I don't know, Carl. I don't, I just don't know. I don't know, man. Well, speaking of hats off, we go back to good old Jr. and his old black hat. Oh, he wears and hat. he does. That's he does wear a hat. Um, thanks. I tried on that one. I was like. Stop talking so I can use the segue. Um, no. But yeah, <laughs> basically, Jim Ross um, has been talking on his podcast. I mean... <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Maybe go and check it out. I know it's not as big as ours, but still, go and check it out. Help help, uh, help a guy out, buy his barbecue sauce and that, you know. But yeah, still, I think it's, what is it called, um, like Bacon with JR or something? Yeah, Bacon with JR, I think. Um, Brit Bacon with JR? I don't know. I think That's, he has crossover. Yeah, um, but... <laughs> So he um, said on his podcast that AW are making some changes. We're adding more content sooner or later with a new show. Ding, ding, ding. What is that going to be? Um, but we are getting our schedule together, and it looks like we're going back on the road pretty aggressively in the beginning of July, and getting back to a live audience is a blessing. I can't wait. It'll help everybody's work. Just can't help but feed off the adrenaline of the audience surrounding So... Yeah, AW back on the oh, road. He makes it sound so creepy, doesn't he? <laughs> a little bit. Um, I mean, what better way to feed off the energy of the audience? He can make fun. anything sound creepy. Um, he pretty much, you know, made a claim for Anna Jay at one point, but still. Um, <laughs> I like it. You made it sound like he was just like dibs. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the commentary. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think uh, interesting that they're going to get back on the road. You know. I would love to see them back over here sometime. I want to go to an AEW show. I'm not even shitting you. I oh, wanna, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I want to go to a WWE show as well. But just, I don't know. I've never been to an AEW show. And just I think... think like, we've we've been to a WWE show. And that was many moons yeah. ago. And we struggled to remember it on some elements. But, like, it, we've we've been to that experience. Like, AEW, it's got to be ticked off the list, hasn't it? And you've actually done TNA as well, man. I have. I, I, I was live on TNA TV. I, I, um, I had Samoa Joe and Jeff Jarrett, I think it was, in the crowd. I was slapping the back. Double J. Yeah, Double J, Joe and Jeff. Um, but yeah, so that's it. That that would make my bucket list. I've had WWE, I've had TNA, and now AW would be and the... Uh, you the knew one. Samoa Joe before he was like Samoa Joe, before he was famous, man. Now everyone knows his name. That's it. Maybe. That's it. Maybe. I mean, he's not with WWE anymore, so now he'd just be back to being Joe. Um you know, probably you can't use the name anymore. Maybe just. I don't. I don't even know. Wasn't he Samoa Joe before WWE? You know, is it yeah, one of those rare, was. rare circumstances? Yeah. I just imagine they bought his identity as they tend to do. Um, <laughs> but I love them. Uh, have you seen the AEW graphics where they change the name ever so slightly? <laughs> oh yeah, actually, have you? Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I, I thought you meant like legitimate AEW graphics. Like, what are they doing? No, no, no the joke I've ones. I don't know if they've done one for Samoa Joe. Well, like um, they always tickle me. So uh, <laughs> keep an eye on that. Islander Jim. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I'm trying to remember the one they did when it was like um, it was a te- it was Texas somebody on a camera who what it was now, but um, yeah, because that's the the great fun facts I bring to the show. Like yeah. that was something that was funny that Texas I saw that time. somebody that that time. And I couldn't tell you where I found it, so good luck with that. <laughs> uh, anyway, Carl, so they're gonna be touring and it's gonna be great, and we're gonna see them when they come to the UK eventually, probably one day. Oh yeah. So speaking of AEW, Carl, there's been a lot of speculation, and I think it came from this big signing that they had that ended up being, um, what's his name, Christian. Um, that's right, throwing a bit of shade. But uh, <laughs> one of the main speculations was uh, was Kurt Angle, and to be fair, Kurt Angle didn't miss an opportunity, to spoke a bit of fun at this, and um, put up some little hints that it might be him, but it clearly weren't, and he was just uh, maybe maybe having a laugh, and, and knew what he was doing, but maybe not, maybe it was just an innocent video to promote his podcast, who knows, but he definitely knew what he was doing. So, a lot of people thought, hey, Kurt, Kurt and AEW, that'd be a good shout. So, there's two things to reveal here on this one. So, Kurt was recently speaking to Hannibal TV, uh, in which he talked about his relationship with WWE. 
um, he mentioned that his relationship with them at the moment is really good and he wants to keep it that way. He also referred to the fact that, yes, he was released, but he was actually offered the um, the angle to um, to be Matt Riddle's manager and he actually rejected that. So, you know, it, it sounds like the release wasn't as like as a shocker kind of approach for him. It was more of a, OK, yeah, uh, you know doesn't want to do that so he'll he'll go kind of things which is interesting um but obviously the speculation always crops up over AEW now he said that he doesn't have any plans of going to AEW he's never really spoken to them um he said it goes far as saying there was just a couple of messages but never anything serious um and basically that he has got something going on with WWE right now so um, he's basically not going to rock the boat, and um, he doesn't. I quite clearly said um, in one of my earlier uh, quotes that uh, he wants to keep it that way in terms of his relationship with WWE. But um, it leaves us to the firstly the disappointing fact that we may never see him in an AEW ring, which is is fine to be honest. He's very synonymous with WWE for me, so I'm quite okay with that. But what do you think the something going on with WWE is, Carl? Um. It's got to be sort of on the network, I think, whether it's uh, 24, on whether it's... On the network. Uh... <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Olympic gold medalist, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's got to be some kind of thing for that, whether it's like a... Um... I mean, I'm trying to think of the series, whether it's like a, you know, a 24, whether it's a, um, other series. That's the only one I can think of for some reason. Um, uh, I'm, like, my head went to icons. I'm like, there's no way you can be in icons just yet. Yeah. There are other series that I just can't place right now, but it's, you know, kind of like, or like Countdown or like Day Of or something. They have loads of shit. podcast going um, to be on the network. Is it going to be like God. the Broken School Sessions, but the Broken Neck Sessions? Is that what we're going to have? Maybe. <laughs> I like that, you know. <laughs> I like that a lot. Is that a thing? That should be a thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know, because you've got um, What's-His-Face, Charlotte Flair's sister's husband. is like his uh, co-host, haven't he? You know, that guy. What's his name? Conrad. Yeah, that tracks. Conrad, oh, Conrad Conrad Thompson. Yeah, like I'm going to say some shit. It's okay. Um, so I don't know yeah. whether or not he would make his way to WWE Network, but yeah, I don't know. I think it, it is a good sign. Kurt Angle is synonymous with WWE, maybe with impact for some people, but you know, to you and I, WWE, and I, you know, I like the fact that he's going to continue that relationship. Um, See, this is why I hate when people do this whole thing of like, Oh, if you're an AEW fan, you hate WWE and vice versa. Like, it doesn't work like that. Like, there are people I never want to see in AEW, and mm. I dare say Kurt might be one of those people because mm. he is WWE through and through. That'd be like John Cena being an AEW. It just wouldn't feel right to me. Like, it would be both weird. shows exist. I want both shows to exist, and some people just wouldn't be AEW people, and vice versa. Some people are so ingrained to AEW now since its inception that it'd feel weird for me if they went to WWE. True. Don't be wrong. They, they they probably would because WWE would keep writing zeros until it happened. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm still waiting for that that shocker one day when we tune into Monday Night Raw and it turns out like Vince has you know been quietly sort of closing up shop and um, walking away from it all, and you just see Tony Khan on Monday Night Raw <laughs> in a very similar fashion to the way WCW went out, and it's like, oh shit, he, he's actually bought WWE. He's actually been friends with Vince the whole time. What a shock. Imagine. And the Imagine. forbidden door's blown wide open. Kenny Omega comes and collects another belt. It's crazy shit. All <laughs> happening in July. July, guys. You heard it All here in July. Just oh, made that up. 2087. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Angle. I hope to see him soon. Me too. Like, literally, in person. Um, oh. <laughs> hopefully he comes back for, to, for the love of wrestling. Next year, basically. We, we hope it. Um, yeah. But the next thing we want to talk about is there's been more departures from WWE. This time, not the talent as such, but the um, yeah, the, the front office, if you will. So a while ago, um, a guy called Nick Khan took over some serious roles in WWE. And he's basically been stamping his authority on the backroom staff somewhat. And... Yeah, there's been a few people leave, basically. So, Vice President of Communications, Mead Rust, and Chief Marketing and Communications Officer, Brian Flynn, um, are both gone from the company. Um, meanwhile, um, he has hired a guy called Chris Legentil, uh, formerly from the NBA and Dazen Network, and also Showtime. Um, so... Yeah, I think it's been widely discussed that this uh, Nick Khan guy is bringing a lot of his old school friends over to the company. And I believe he's very high up on the agenda of Vince in terms of 
He's given a lot of free reign to say bring WWE into the 21st century as an entertainment brand. Um, so you know, oh, similar to what sake. Disney did with Disney Plus and so on and so forth, he wants to make them almost a franchise that, um, you know, similar to like Marvel and stuff like that, where people will come in and be like, okay, well, we want a WWE project and so on and so forth. So yeah, he um, continues oh, okay. to so franchise. Like, just went straight to John Cena in my head now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he continues to hire and fire several people um, and quite notable people as well and bring in his own, his own guys. Um, so just a small one, but at the same time, um, I wonder, you know, I wonder what that means. And, you know, for Vince as well to be given someone this much power, also with the same name, Khan, the name on the contract mm. does read Khan, but it's not Nick Khan, it's Tony Khan. Um, <laughs> but but um, yeah. I found it interesting that, like, quite recently, I, presumably after these these big changes, uh, Vince has actually commended the sort of the, the the corporate side of things, and he said it's like the like the I, can't, I won't go for the exact quote, but he's basically referred to the 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 current sort of what you, it's not a roster, but you know what I mean. Um, is like the best it's ever been. He actually mm. he's quite big on on where they are at the minute. So, like you say, he must have a lot of faith in this person. Mm-hmm. Interesting Seems stuff. Like it. Interesting stuff. Now he just needs to get some decent writers, and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I joke. Obviously, there's some really good writers in there, probably. Anyway, so I don't know. <laughs> so um, moving over, Carl, to the Daniel Bryan news of the week. We have um, Daniel Bryan was actually very recently. Um, he was at a meet and greet session. Uh, this was prior to WrestleMania and um, spoke to Frightful Wrestling. Uh, so apologies, I've not got the name to hand. But um, basically he was referring to his contract and, and pointed out firstly that his contract is up soon. Didn't realise it would be up that soon. I feel like he's not long re-signed, but it must have been a shorter deal than I expected. Um, and he's saying basically... Almost as you'd expect in the first statement when you're saying that we need to figure out what is a good balance between home life and wrestling. But he made it very clear that he doesn't want to stop wrestling. Uh, you know, he, he loves wrestling and it's just sort of figuring out that balance and what's best. What he did say, though, and this is the, the main bit that we need to speculate on, if you will, is that um, he did say that it'd be interesting if he could wrestle in different companies and WWE. And that is something he is trying to weasel his way into right now. His words, obviously. Um, so that's a very interesting prospect. Uh, I mean, I'd, it's I'd, not going to happen, is it? WWE with that <laughs> out, but um, what do you do? I, I don't know if how many people have done this before, like where they've gone, gone to your head. Like, I'm a big draw. I'm currently on your main event scene. My contract is reportedly up in September. And um, I'm turning around and going to you, I will not resign unless you give me the freedom to work for other companies. I could see them turning around and going, you're not having AEW. Mm. I could see them doing that. Like, like maybe well, maybe say, like Ring of Honor or Japan or something. Yeah, because I could massively see them going, I could see Brian being big on that and going, look, I want to go back to sort of my roots in some level and, and do a couple of Ring of Honor shows. And, and I could see WWE getting on board with that if that is the means to sign Brian again. Um, but I do honestly, I think the first thing they would do if they get to any sort of agreement like that would be going, AEW is off the cards. I don't think mm. they'd do that. Because it's their biggest rival at the moment, isn't it? So they're not going to jump on that. But I could see them realistically letting them do maybe some stuff. Because they've always... Triple H, as I was earlier this year, maybe late last year, when he he was like, oh, WWE are open for business when it comes to working with other companies. Um, Although they've literally either bought them or not engaged with other companies, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think think there will have to be something in it for them. Like, if they they let Daniel Bryan go to anyone else, they're going to have to get someone in exchange. Well, I'll call it now, right? I don't even think it'll be a someone in exchange. Let's be honest. It's good PR for them if they put the strap on Brian and then send them off to Ring of Honor to do a couple of shows and the big WWE logo is just there prominently. It just yeah. works for them, doesn't it? It's only a minor thing. It's not, you know, it's not, don't be wrong, it's not like, um, you know, it's not going to make them loads of money, but when you consider the image it conveys, especially because they are now renownedly known for not working with other companies and AEW are like, come on, come on, everyone join us. It, it helps them make a little subtle point, doesn't it? You see the WWE belt in a couple of indie places. It, it lets them go, look, we work with other people too, but in a sort of way, you know. So I, I could see them getting that out of it, to be honest. I mean, who knows? I mean, they work with ECW back in the day when they were, you know, wanting extra talent on the show. So, you know, I think they've always been open to it, but they just haven't really found the right thing that wouldn't feel threatening to them. So... Ring of Honor probably <laughs> like is a decent like a show. Bond villain at this point. He's just like, 
I like it. I'll buy it. <laughs> How much? Um, <laughs> and so we move on to the very last news item of the week, Anthony, and it pertains... Impact Wrestling Tees and recently released WWE wrestlers for Slammiversary in July. How did you know? Um, <laughs> so yeah, so last night uh, Impact put on um, that show, Retribution, Revolution, something, some kind of thing. We can remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, spoilers, if you haven't seen the show, but Kenny Omega, the belt collector, picked up the victory over Rich Swan and became, you know, double impact TNA, AW, well, Mexican dude, For some reason, they've still world. got, uh, WWE um, did this in the past, they've still got two belts, but it is a unified title now. Yeah, they, pretty they, much. But it looks like more. Title, and for but... someone with a belt collector gimmick, it you know it works. Um, but belts. during that show, Anthony, they aired a um, preview for Slammiversary 2021, which takes place in July. And similar to what they did uh, last year, obviously the releases in WWE took place on the same fucking day um, as last year. And last year, <laughs> Impact did a promo for Slammiversary, and they teased you know a Bulgarian flag. Um, yes, they did. You know, amongst the lots of lots of other things, and some of them actually happened to be that they'd signed some of the release wrestlers this year. Yeah, didn't we get they Rhino did the same thing later. again. Yeah, exactly. Um, this year they did the same thing again. So only this year they um, showed footage of Samoa Joe, who obviously is a former Impact star, as well as Mickey James and t- uh, Chelsea Green, again two former Impact stars, but also flags of Mexico on uh, Australia as well. So that could be teasing the likes of the Iconics or Callisto or Andrade. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think they're going for the same shtick again. Does that mean they have signed or are planning to sign a couple of the big players that WWE released? And are they going to make their debut or reappearance uh, back at Slammiversary this year in July? Mm. I mean, it it makes sense. Would the uh, the non compete? Yeah, be, be, well, it'd be well up by July, wouldn't it? Be alright. Yeah. Though. So I think it's what was it ninety days? So from April, I think it falls like days before Slammiversary. So just oh, they've got that time. well planned, haven't they? That's boss. Yeah. It's like it works out quite well. WWE, for, I know. Wouldn't um, surprise me. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. Also, uh, slightly of note, slightly digression, but um, we actually saw. Haven't we seen um, big casts or just regular casts now? Uh, <laughs> regular uh, cast made his appearance at Impact. He's now, got so he's some weird name, like fucking Gaz w... XL, isn't it? Something. No, he's like W oh. Morrison or something. I don't know what the fuck he's called. Um, but yeah, oh. it's just some random name. Um, but yeah, he is now in Impact. But yeah, I don't know. I think you know, would it make sense for the likes of Chelsea Green to go back? You know, with with Zack Ryder. Yes, I um, um, the Iconics. If, if, if AW don't pick them up, yeah, it would make sense. But I'd like them to be picked up by AW. So I want. It's, it's it won't happen, but I want all the women to be picked up by AEW because that mm. is what the roster's needed. Like Chelsea Green would be a good addition. Like when yeah. I don't know if she's still technically injured at the minute, but you know when she can, she'd be a good addition to AEW. As would uh, the Iconics. I think both would be an absolutely awesome shout. Um, just to to add more to the roster and to give more competition to the roster, I think it'd be ace. But um, yeah, it, it seems logical. Like Chelsea Green seems almost like a like a, a set given. Like a previous impact experience, and the fact that, um, I mean, is Cardona is he signed to impact or does he just make regular appearances? I think he is signed now, but I think he's got some like, injury type things that he's uh, working through. So, but yeah, he is uh, bound. So, yeah, I imagine Chelsea will end up there as well. But the iconics I would like to see in AW, and you know, as for Joe, I think it'd be great if he could work some kind of deal where he could work in multiple promotions, ideally, but. Mm. All remains. I honestly, seen. I'm still, I'm still convinced Joe's going to do a bit of a tear back in uh, Ring of Honor for a bit. Yeah, would make sense to be fair, but you know mm. he's that big of a star; he could be in any of the any of the promotions. So I guess who's going to pay him more as well? To be fair, but mm. that is the news, Anthony, for the week. That's the news for the week. All of the news, Fantastic and we stuff. will be back with more of our wonderful show after this noise. Play that funky music, Al. Watching or listening to A to the K, the A to the K, A to the K, A to the K, A to the K, A to the K. These guys are awesome. Check it out. Check it out. Change your life. You'll be thanking me later. 